So destiny awaits for Kyle O'Reilly one more time at January 6, 2021 at NXT's New Year's Evil. It will be Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly 2 for the NXT Championship. One more time to relive what happened at NXT TakeOver 31. Hello, I'm Amlan Das and this is Fight of Fury Podcast and tonight we are reviewing 16th December 2020's episode of NXT. So tonight NXT was absolutely fantastic. A good build episode for on the road to New Year's Evil. That will be the first special of NXT of 2021. That is NXT New Year's Evil. We kick things off with Leon Rupp and Kushida versus Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Now one thing is to note that now here Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell all four of them have formed a faction called The Way and they also got a, a titan tron of their own faction, The Way name. Now it kind of seems very similar to what happened with Seth Rollins Monday Night Messiah thing that is for the greater good thing. It seems to me very kind of similar thing because Austin Theory was also in that thing. Here is also is the same thing. Either it's Johnny Gargano's way or or nothing. It's like it will be the Gargano's way. Something like that. It was also very much similar to Seth Rollins's Monday Night Messiah thing. So it felt me very kind of similar thing, similar ideas for the faction to me and after seeing the four of them in one team but also it is good that there are females in the team to equal number of men and female because a faction nowadays is not uh, it's a men's faction it is now a female and it's an intergender faction so it's really good to see what they bring each other but one of them is already injured that is candice LeRae. so we need to see when all four of them come into full force what chaos they bring to NXT. So now today Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory were teaming up against Leon Ruff and Kushida in a tag team action match. I really liked the match in this. The tag team continuity between Leon Ruff and Kushida in this match absolutely I loved it. It was amazing and I think that Leon Ruff should team up with Kushida to take on the tag team championships because it seemed that the bond between Leon Ruff and Kushida was really sitting. One of them is a very technical wrestler, one of them is a cruiserweight. So it's really equally balanced, like one of them can submit out someone and also injure them very gravely. Another one of them can subdue a large pack of number because cruiserweights, they are known to subdue uh, many of them at once. So that's really nice to see. And also in this match, we saw Leon Ruff very nicely showing his agility, his athletic ability and like his funny side of character was gone in this match. That in this match there was no funny side of character of Leon Ruff. So that's very good because Leon Ruff is very very athletic and like in just three years of experience in indies in Evolve wrestling it seems that this guy is now a veteran. So that was really good to see this to team up with Johnny Gargan and Austin Theory. And this match was taken by Johnny Gargan and Austin Theory the win. But I like the kind of match, the tag team match that happened kicking off NXT. It was really awful. It was really amazing to see the moves, near falls after near falls. It was really absolute a main event caliber match.
Then we saw some Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley's history between each other and we know that both of them came from NXT UK champ, UK division uh, and both of them have fought for the NXT UK championship and also that Tony Storm had defeated Rhea Ripley for the NXT UK championship after which Rhea Ripley transitioned to NXT America division. So that we know there is a history between both these women and also Rhea Ripley will also be looking for retribution what happened at war games what happened at NXT UK so that's uh, so th there's a kind of history between these two women then we saw the match between Tyler Rust and Tommaso Ciampa those who don't know Tyler Rust is actually the one who came from Indies who also appeared on NJPW strong recently and actually his name is Taylor Rush it's not Tyler Rust. It was modified to Tyler Rust. And I, I feel that this guy has the kind of ability to become a megastar. Because what he did tonight against a former NXT champion, former tag team champion. So it was really nice to see Tommaso Ciampa going out against Tyler Rust. Because Tyler Rust was doing really great in this uh, matchup. And I really liked it. So... And his ability to sell the moves, his ability to uh, perform in a greater state, it does not felt like uh, a real cruiserweight and also uh, or not a real heavyweight athlete. It felt somewhat in middle, just like Seth Rollins uh, and Buddy Murphy and also it felt like that. And also I think he has a very bright future because what he did tonight that was really amazing with submissions putting putting submissions on Tommaso Ciampa trying to submit it was really great and but still Tommaso Ciampa took the win because he was the greater man so that to me is not very exciting but still what Tyler Russ did on the ring against Tommaso Ciampa that I really liked it and also that Timothy Thatcher also tried to give some interference but still it didn't work instead what happened a heated moment between Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher came on and I think that the rivalry between these two men is not yet over and I would like to see the match again because what happened at TakeOver War Games this uh, back Sunday it was really nice so I want to see another match between these two men then was the highly anticipated match for the N number one contendership for the NXT Championship. The man who will be the one to face Finn Balor, and the answer was Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly pinned Pete Dunne in an absolute excellent instant classic match. A half an hour match, but absolutely really nice. I really liked it. It was absolutely since the beginning. It was amazing. I liked it. Since the beginning, it was a total slugfest. Neither men had the advantage. Neither Pete Dunne, neither Kyle O'Reilly. It was really nice to see both of the men slugging out e against each other. And both the men really bought their A game tonight because they want a chance to the NXT Championship. Kyle O'Reilly just came a few inches close to becoming NXT Champion, but still he couldn't. And Pete Dunne has also mentioned that he didn't come to NXT just to take a part in a war games match or something. He came here to become a champion again because he lived up as an NXT tag team champion and he wants to regain some gold here in NXT again. With that being said, it was absolutely amazing fight between these two. But before the fight could start, we saw Undisputed Era 
Drake Maverick and Killian Dale, Breezango returning to NXT, and also Oni Lurkin and Danny Burch just taking chaos upon each other. Now, one of them, it signified that the tag team division of NXT is again rebuilding up and becoming and fuming up the gases that means the NXT Tag Team Division is back on track again. We know that the NXT Tag Team Division was absolutely derailed in this pandemic. There was no such good tag teams. Undisputed Vera was absolutely lost after their loss at NXT TakeOver Portland. After they lost the tag titles at TakeOver Portland, absolutely they were lost. Nowhere the tag titles they came, not even as the number one contender. And also they came as a number one contender at very close at a time when Adam Cole was having a feud with Pete, with Pat McAfee. So I'll say Undefeated Era was lost at that lost at that time. Maverick and Dane, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick were absolutely nowhere of being a team. But now they are on the same page. Breezango was not working out, but now they have come back on full force. But they were the ones only who were holding on the tag team titles too and also the division only Lorcan and the Danny words are now the tag team champions so it's obvious that they have a X marks the spot thing on their back so that means so many targets will come uh, for the tag titles so and also last week we saw ever rise grizzled young veterans then also the Imperium Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel like the tag team division is stacked right now we don't need anything now if you give matches between these men a ladder match it will be hell at takeover so like it's a signifying a, a like a, a signal to that the nxc tactic division has been healed and now ready to take off again where it had left off before the pandemic and talking about the match between kyle o'reilly and peter for the number one contendership it was absolutely amazing an instant classic both men just slugged it out between each other. Both men just tore it down. I think they may have injured themselves because the blows they were delivering, the submissions that Pete Dunne was delivering on Kyle O'Reilly, what Kyle O'Reilly was delivering to Pete Dunne, it was absolutely hell. It was really awful to see. Both the men are like trained athletes in BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, not to forget that Kyle O'Reilly is a student of Gracie Barra Jiu-Jitsu, one of the most famous names in the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu camp. And also Pete Dunne is a very nice technical athlete. So it's really good that this match was came to an instant classic. And I would really like to see one more time these two men going out against each other. If that is for the NXT title, that would be really amazing. A price tag would be there. Here also there was some price tag of being an NXT number one contender for the NXT Championship, but they made it an instant classic. So what will happen? I couldn't imagine what will happen when if these two squared off against each other one more time for the NXT Championship, that would be really good to see and interesting also. Then we saw another mysterious promo from Zia Lee and Boa training hard for something. We don't know still what is that thing going on. Maybe that would really unfold at at New Year's Evil. I hope so that really unfolds at New Year's Evil because what they have been building is really hyping up. Who is that mysterious master? 
Oh, sorry, who is that mysterious mistress that we don't know really who is. And, but on her commandments, on her orders, only Boa and Zaili they trade. Yes, because that's what we have seen. Because they've been training hard, injuring themselves. It's like something obvious that they're making harder themselves, like refocusing again into being a champion. So maybe... I don't know, maybe this will unfold at New Year's Evil because it's very evilish to see. So, you still don't know what this mysterious promo is going on, but it's really hyping up the thing. It's really exciting to see what will be uh, between Zia Lee and Boa. Maybe they'll form an intergender tag team, maybe, or an individual careers will take off, maybe something like that. But they need to really capitalize it with that because the hype they have built, they need to really capitalize it. They need to build. Zayali and Boa, a top star in WWE NXT. Then we saw a showcase match between Shotzi Blackheart and Indy Hartwell, where Shotzi Blackheart was about to take her revenge on Indy Hartwell, what she had done uh, at TakeOver War Games also, but that didn't really end up well, where Indy Hartwell attacked Shotzi Blackheart with a trophy that Johnny Gargano gifted to Candice LeRae as Miss Wargame. So that ended in a disqualification. Then we saw the highly anticipated in-ring return of Doomsday Carrion crossed with Scarlet Bordeaux against Desmond Troy. A squash match, obviously, because Karrion Cross doesn't need any good opponent. He, be it a good opponent, be it a bad opponent, he will really show up on the ring and deliver. And he did really good. And Karrion Cross did a really thing, and he was actually there to just deliver a promo. So that's what it was all about. At last, he delivered that it will be Damien Priest versus Karrion Cross at New Year's Eve. So it was really great that these two men will be going against each other. And it's what a nice thing. Damien Priest will be going against Karrion Cross, a former NXT champion, a former against a former North American champion, champion versus champion. So it's really nice to see. Then we saw Dexter Loomis tell us that NXT DVS Evil's host will be Dexter Loomis. Like Wade Barrett was absolutely right. Dexter Loomis doesn't talk. How will he be the host of NXT DVS Evil? That's really confusing. Like how will he Maybe he will narrate the things by drawings or maybe looking in or staring into the camera. That's really weird. And then we saw the highly anticipated main event of between Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm. Full circle from NXT UK to NXT now. Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. Absolute main event caliber match and it did really deliver it was real good between these two women they left it out then they didn't left it out nothing in the ring they did their absolute best to take out against each other but it was all real ripley who was like taking the momentum against tony storm in the end but it was raquel gonzalez who cost real ripley the match against tony storm when he delivered when she delivered a face burst onto the turnbuckle and Tony Storm utilized that moment to deliver a Storm Zero to Rhea Ripley and take the win against Rhea Ripley. And NXT ended there with Raquel Gonzalez looking into the camera posing. Now, 
I'll say tonight's NXT was absolutely great. You know, if you, if as a fan, if I tell about something about Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, it's like I've been hyped up by NXT only. Very truthful, I'll say, because recently what Raw and SmackDown are doing, that's not very exciting. That's not really hyping up me to see the matches to see the storylines it's not hyping up me that's why i'm not able to do the podcast of raw and smackdown because it's not really great nothing much to talk about there is like a, a blatant plain storyline going on uh, still smackdown is still a bit more exciting compared to raw three hours to watch a plain thing go on that's really awful because that is really unnecessary and that is really the most bizarre thing that will happen to me if i see because and also the record low viewership that have been hit by Roth and that that is actually what the result is that is real good that record low has been hit record low viewership has been hit by raw and that will re- cause some reactionary decisions at the sitting position, at the guerrilla position, that means if at TLC, if Drew McIntyre loses the WWE Championship, don't be don't be shocked because that will be because they want now the viewers. If the viewers viewership WWE will do go anywhere to take the viewership number, so that's why. And also, I think Brian Alvarez of Twitter was also joking about that. Raw is doing their very best to give their 18 to 49 demographics to all elite wrestling dynamite. So that is also really something to note about. Yeah, uh, c- compared to what Raw has done, that was really disappointing what they did because their stories are not good at all. Maybe the champions, maybe they will blame the champions, but there is no fault with the champions. The champions are really well. After 15 years, we are having someone, a champion like Drew McIntyre, a legitimate champion. 15 years ago, we got a legitimate champion. That was John Cena in 2005. After that, we didn't have any good WWE champion. Yes, we had CM Punk, but he but he was fired. WWE didn't want some like someone like CM Punk who generates emotions to... Uh, to the audience so they didn't want so he fired them and when now Drew McIntyre is generating so good emotions after 15 years what Drew McIntyre is doing that's really good but now it will all come upon the WWE champion I know that but yeah it's because the champions will be blamed you know but actually they if as a fan you'll see there is no fault with the champions it's all fault about the storylines so, yeah, and also the three-hour thing, that's absolutely unnecessary. Two hours is absolutely great for a thing, for a wrestling show, for a wrestling show to see. And if I have to talk about tonight's NXT, it was really great. I didn't find tonight's All Elite Wrestling that good. So, uh, despite having uh, so many, so good stacked card. So, Let's see what happens next. So if you like my podcast, make sure to follow me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Uh, make sure to follow me on Instagram and on Twitter as Fighter Fury Podcast. You will get the news of podcasts and the pro wrestling world. I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.